Hello, everyone. We welcome you at Eagles 360 at the Novacare Complex, our Xfinity studio, Dave Spadaro, along with Chris McPherson. First time that I've had a chance to sit here and talk since the Eagles lost on Thanksgiving to Detroit. We are not going to go through that game piece by piece. Thank it's you very far much, too painful. We do want to kind of look ahead at this football team as it gets ready for New England on Sunday with or without Rob Gronkowski. We'll update that, of course, as the week goes along. Chris, you've been around the building all day. What do you sense is the mood around here? They're moving on. And obviously it's a cliche that New England used very successfully last year after that disappointing loss to Kansas City. They moved on to Cincinnati. And I think that's what the Eagles are doing at this point. I like Chip Kelly's approach of how he takes every game a week at a time. And it's very important that with all the outside noise starting to circumvent here at the Novacare Complex, people saying this, that, and the other, that the team just focuses on its own business and handle what they can. Control what you can control at this point. You're not going to be able to make up any ground in the division, you know, one fell swoop. They need to get back to playing the way they were earlier in the season. And we'll offer our suggestions on exactly what the defense, for example, can do after consecutive games of 45 points allowed. Brian Westbrook will join us later in the show. First things first, let's get you caught up on everything going on with the Eagles today. Chip Kelly meeting the media amid a lot of speculation, reports, innuendo, and fascinating rumors. Hi, everyone. I'm Alex Smith, and this is your 360 Update. The Eagles will be back out on the practice fields here at the Novacare Complex on Tuesday, but on Monday we heard from head coach Chip Kelly who gave an update on the status of quarterback Sam Bradford. And while the Eagles will have to wait and see how Bradford responds this week in training, Kelly did talk about which areas of the game he's seen improvement in Bradford. I think there's a comfort level with him. Obviously, he missed a, a lot of the off-season program, was here every day but not taking the reps every day you know, in the off-season program. So I think his, his obviously... Um, when he's around it and he's in it and practicing in it every day, playing every day, you know, you could see him grow. And I thought he grew, you know, really in those last couple of games. I thought he played really well when we played Dallas, um, you know, and I thought he was on track when we were playing Miami and then he gets hurt. So um, we're hopeful we'll see where he is. I don't know what his status will be this week. Over the past two weeks, the Eagles defense has had their fair share of struggles. But according to Kelly, he has full confidence in defensive coordinator Bill Davis and the rest of the Eagles defensive coaching staff. Because I've seen Billy do a great job. And up until two weeks ago, we, I thought we were playing really well on the defensive side of the ball. I thought we were doing some really good things on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you know, the last two weeks, obviously, we, we haven't played as well as we can as a team on that side of the ball or in any phase of the, in any phase of, uh, the game in the last two weeks, offensively, defensively, or special teams. But I've seen him coach, and I, and I know Billy knows football. I know Billy's a really good communicator. I know Billy's a really good teacher, and he's a, he's a really, really good football coach. And finally, it seems that with every major college coaching job that becomes available, Chip Kelly becomes a candidate for that job. But today, Kelly shot down any rumors of him leaving for the USC job or any other college football job, as he says all focus is on beating the New England Patriots. No, I really don't, because there's so many things that are written and said nowadays that it's ridiculous. And it's, it's I think a lot of times we just chuckle and laugh, to be honest with you, you know, that I had a meeting in Philadelphia with USC on Friday. I mean, where were you on? I was in New Hampshire, so no, I'd never met with him. I mean, it's it's crazy, but it's just it's really it's kind of sad that everybody can just write whatever they want or say whatever they want, and then everybody takes it as the truth. You know, it, it's 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 the world we live in. But if you have to sit there every single day and combat everything that comes out, it's it's. I mean, you're just I think you're wasting time. Our focus and energy is going to be on the New England Patriots, so it's. I don't know why it comes up or why it has to happen, but to have that every day with every rumor that you hear about every person or everything is just. It's crazy. 
That will wrap things up here from the NovaCare Complex. Be sure to stay tuned to PhiladelphiaEagles.com throughout the week for all of your latest Eagles news. Thanks so much, Alex. Let's be honest here, Chris. It will never stop with Chip Kelly. He will always be linked to the glamour jobs in college football. I don't know. If the team was, say, 7-4 instead of 4-7 and seven at this point, Didn't I don't stop think... it last year. That's true, but guys like Pete Carroll, there's other guys who have come from the college ranks who have entrenched themselves in the league that have been able to well, escape but that. But Pete Carroll was in the NFL, then he went back to college, and then he came back. So, anyway, we just want Chip Kelly here, and we want to turn things around for this football team right away. When we return to Eagles 360, we'll take a look at Sunday, at least a little peek, at what the impact could it be. Sam Bradford, hopefully back in the lineup on Sunday. Maybe Ryan Matthews, we don't know there, but what kind of impact could their return potentially have on an Eagles offense that is struggling for big points? What if this year we went around the table and instead of saying what we're thankful for, we said who we're thankful for. Lincoln Financial helps provide financial security for those who are always there for you. Because this is what you do for people you love. Take charge of your now at lincolnfinancial.com. Lincoln Financial, you're in charge. Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apple, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. Give me more chips, fellas. I'm sorry. <laughs> we were daydreaming. About that VIP tailgate and game tickets? Uh, yeah. And that pregame sideline experience. Exactly. We have an Eagle season tickets. How do you know? We both have the new instant game from the Pennsylvania Lottery. Yeah, the Eagles instant game with top prizes of 50 grand. And second chance prizes, including season tickets. The Pennsylvania Lottery. Bring your dreams to life. Be the playmaker in Madden 16, available now. Eagles insider Dave Spadaro along with Chris McPherson, segment two of Eagles 360 on this Monday. Time to talk a little bit about the Eagles offense, Chris, which, you know, it really in the last year has taken some hits since the Eagles were 9-3 against uh, the Dallas Cowboys after they went over the Dallas Cowboys last year. The offense has, has not been as explosive consistently. We all wonder why. I would say first and foremost, you have to look at the play of the quarterback position and the fact that you inserted Sam Bradford into the lineup. And look, it took time for him to adjust after not playing football for the better part of two seasons. As Chip Kelly said earlier today, Bradford is starting to improve. He's starting to feel more and more comfortable on the offense. And a play in particular that I point to was him rolling out of the pocket down the red zone early against Miami and finding Josh Huff in the back of the end zone for the touchdown, being able to see him finally Put all of those skills together so unfortunately the injury came when it did hopefully he'll be back in the lineup this week now as for what he can do for the Eagles offense I think the biggest thing with him is he can challenge defenses outside the numbers and vertically down the field and utilize the talents there 
When you look at what Mark Sanchez did, he ran the offense with tempo. He got everyone to the line of scrimmage quickly. But I thought defenses were starting to creep in, knowing they pretty much had to defend just the middle part of the field there. I think Bradford will make defenses respect especially outside of numbers, a lot more. And let's let's be clear, the Eagles, one of the main objectives coming into the season was finding that franchise quarterback and finding him not only for 2015, but for many years to come. I don't think that there's an answer yet to that question, to that picture. It's not clear. That's why it's important that Sam Bradford gets back on the field, stays healthy for five games. It gives you more of an opportunity to evaluate him and find out the weaknesses find out the strengths, find out how you can tailor the offense better to fit his skill set. So I know how Eagles fans feel. Four and seven, disappointed, three straight losses. Got it, understood. The Eagles still need to find out about their football players, and the quarterback position is at the very top of the list. So let's all hope that Sam Bradford gets healthy. Now the Eagles, the running game has just not been there for much of this season, Chris. Ryan Matthews out with a concussion. Sounds like he's a major question mark to get back for this Patriots game. It's a shame. Very scary. In fact, that he's already missed the last two games, and the fact that his stats is still question mark heading into this week is certainly a surprise. But when Matthews and Murray, DeMarco Murray, were on the field together, that middle part of the season, the Eagles rushing attack was getting going, and I thought they did a great job of complementing one another. DeMarco Murray very good with those inside zone runs in between the tackles, and he used Matthews to be able to get on the perimeter in the sweeps and the outside zone plays as well. Look, they just bring two different things to the table. Murray is more of a finisher. Matthews is a little bit more quick, a little bit more elusive. I would say Murray is tougher to bring down, but it's hard to get your hands wrapped around a guy like Matthews who has that big size that you see typically in bigger running backs, but has the quickness and the agility to be able to, de to beat defenses on the perimeter. So from that standpoint, Dave, I think that's what the Eagles are missing right now is just that complimentary piece so they're not focusing all the attention on Murray. Yeah, I, I, I tend to think that the offensive line is really – the culprit here in terms of the running game over the years we see when their offensive line is working well it doesn't really matter who the running back is unfortunately for the Eagles that offensive line has not been consistent from its play from its stability from its continuity a lot of injuries and the Eagles just not able to get the running game going which as we know sets up everything else in this Chip Kelly offense so Ryan Matthews or not the Eagles need to get something going and I gotta be honest play a little keep away from Tom Brady on Sunday. No question. I mean, I don't see the Eagles going tempo, 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 unless they've got something going and, and sc are scoring a lot of points. Well, that, what was so frustrating was we saw early in the game against Detroit, you saw the offense matriculate the ball down the field. They made some third down conversions, and you figure, okay, they're getting themselves in position for an early scoring strike, but then they had the Lane Johnson penalty when he was moved over to left tackle after Jason Pierce had to exit after just 10 snaps. And then Caleb Sturgis attempted the 50-yard field goal. That clanged off the uprights, and that really just kind of set the tone for what was a dismal day down there in Detroit. So. Good, good starts against Miami. Good start against Tampa Bay. Not a bad start against Detroit offensively. And the Eagles are the owners of three consecutive losses. Certainly not the offense by itself. It's taken a team effort to go from 4-4 four and four to 4-7. Four and seven. And when we return to Eagles 360, Chris McPherson and I are going to talk about the D, we're not Billy Davis. We don't pretend to know some suggestions that we have for maybe how the defense can pick it up against the great Tom Brady.
Catch holiday cookie cheer on the tip of your tongue with Dunkin' Donuts holiday cookie-flavored coffees, lattes, and macchiatos. Enjoy every sip of the new Snickerdoodle Macchiato. America runs on Dunkin'. Experience the power of physical therapy at NovaCare Rehabilitation. We know the importance of an active lifestyle. If you're currently injured, let us bring that active lifestyle back to you. NovaCare is the exclusive provider of physical therapy to the Philadelphia Eagles. And with more than 100 convenient locations throughout Philadelphia and South Jersey, go to NovaCare.com today and request an appointment online or call 800-770-6682. The Eagles choose NovaCare, so can you NovaCare. The power of physical therapy. Carbs to compete. Electrolytes to replenish. Everything you need to keep sweating. Pair small fries with your favorite for $2.50 on the break menu at McDonald's. Right now, Santander will pay you when you open and use a new Santander checking account. Now there's something to celebrate. Learn more at SantanderBank.com. Time to talk a little Eagles defense on Eagles 360 on PhiladelphiaEagles.com. We come your way Monday through Friday at 5 o'clock. Monday through Friday. We wait till Sunday. We want to find out Sunday what the Eagles are going to do defensively. It's got to be better, Chris, we think, than Tampa Bay, 45 points. Detroit, 45 points. Five touchdown passes in each game allowed by the Eagles defense. This is an Eagles defense, Chris, that earlier in the season, taking the football away, stopping the run, better in the red zone, First, what has happened, and then what can we do here the final five games? Look at what's happened the last couple of weeks, Dave. The first thing I'm going to look at is the offense. And many of you are probably thinking, well, you guys just delved into the offense. What does that have to do here? I feel like that the defense may have seen the offense struggle on the field and realized that they had to play virtually a perfect game in order to keep, keep the Eagles in it, and it just unfortunately was not going to come to fruition. So from a mental standpoint, they need to forget about that and focus on their jobs on the field. I'm looking first and foremost at the defensive line here. We've talked about how Fletcher Cox has played at an all-pro level this season. Benny Logan has had a very, very good 2015 campaign. They need to bring their A games against a hobble New England offense. You know you're going to see a lot of quick passes. Tom Brady's going to get rid of the football quickly, but you cannot allow LeGarrette Blunt and that run game to get going. They need to win that battle up front to set the tone for the rest of the defense. Yeah, and then along with that, you win the physical battle at the line of scrimmage, all very important. The concerning part to me, and I'm not going to blame the offense for the Eagles' defensive struggles, I see a defense that has allowed far too many third-down conversions that lived on the takeaway early in the season. There have been zero takeaways in the last three games, a team that in the last three games has just had so many troubles in the red zone. So what do you do? Well, you've got to mix things up, no doubt, against Tom Brady, but Fancy gimmicks and schemes and this blitz and that blitz. Not going to work against Tom Terrific. He's seen it all. comes down to execution. Eagles just need to man up and be more physical. This defense has lost its physical edge, not only up front. The linebackers, particularly the inside linebackers, running around blocks, not taking on blocks. 
cornerback Byron Maxwell needs to play more physical. He needs to be more interested in tackling the man rather than going for the strip. Eagles safeties, I think they've been consistent and fine. Jenkins, and uh, you know, he's played very well back there with Walter Thurman. He's played well, but the Eagles secondary has absolutely no chance if you A, don't stop the run, and B, if you don't get to the quarterback. And I know a lot of people out there saying, well, the Eagles aren't blitzing enough. Well, they did almost the entire game against Matthew Stafford. You see what it did for them. It comes down to being more physical, playing more as a man, winning your battle, and then mixing up the scheme. There's certainly a part of that. I'm not excusing Bill Davis from this, uh, but this defense has, I would think, Chris, hit rock bottom. From a pass rush standpoint, I want to see a little more Vinny Curry. Two sacks and 15 snaps on Thursday against the Lions. He has been very, very productive in those types of situations, and that's where he thrives. So why not give him more of an opportunity? Because quite honestly, the Eagles are lacking that number three pass rusher after Connor Barwin and Brandon Graham. Graham had that role, the number three guy a year ago. They really haven't had someone to fulfill it. So hopefully, maybe Vinnie Curry will get some more action. And to your point, David, about the secondary, I want to see a little more press coverage. The Eagles emphasize the desire to have these tall, long, physical corners. They need to utilize that at the line of scrimmage. Too much off coverage, and that is really going to hurt you going against a team like New England. Yeah, and listen, no disrespect to the weapons that the New England Patriots have because they make it work no matter who they put on the field. And we've got a quarterback like Tom Brady. He's going to make it work. But Brandon LaFell is their leading receiver. Not exactly a superstar talent. So I'd like to see, and I agree with Chris, I'd like to see the Eagles challenge more at the line of scrimmage. As for the pass rush with Brandon Graham and Connor Barwin, the Eagles know that neither one of them, and they knew before the season, neither one of them an elite pass rusher. The lack of development from Marcus Smith has really come back to hurt this defense. You're talking about a first-round draft pick who cannot get on the field, who cannot produce for this defense, and you really miss that edge rusher that offenses have to account for. At this point, the only real player the Eagles have is who kind of says, hey, let's worry about this guy, is probably Fletcher Cox, and he's not necessarily a pass rusher in a 3-4 defense. So the Eagles, if you don't win it up front, you're going to pay for it in the secondary, and that's what's happening to this football team. When we return to Eagles 360, the Hall of Famer Brian Westbrook joins us via Skype. He's in Maryland, but he's got some opinions on the Eagles at 4-7, and seven, just one game out in the NFC East. What does this team do in the stretch? Tickets, metro tickets. You need a metro ticket. Talk to me, please. How do I even know these are real tickets? Yeah, you know, you just touch it. How do I know they're legit? Is the, this leather legit? I mean, how do we really know? It looks good, right? Is the metro paying you to do this? No, I'm paying myself. I gotta oh, make profit. That makes more sense. Does the baby need a metro ticket? I'll give her one on me. These tickets, they're not stealing your soul. You can look at them. Man, nobody wants to buy tickets from a guy on the street. I don't understand. Not all memories happen under the tree. Shop now and get great deals on all the best brands. This week only, save 25% on select Nike, plus earn double points. Only at Sports Authority. The tournament is there. You're here. And before you take the team's star midfielder from here to there, along with his entourage, you have some things to do, like finding a place to stay, getting an oil change, mapping out the best route, 
Yes. Are we there yet? No. Roadside assistance? Yes! Not today, but always on call. So wherever your journey takes you, AAA helps you get there. So everyone's a winner. Start your journey at AAA.com. It's Eagles 360, Dave Spadaro along with Chris McPherson. Time now to bring in our Hall of Famer, former Eagles running back Brian Westbrook via Skype. Brian has obviously been watching this Eagles team very carefully here every Monday on Eagles 360. Brian, you saw Thanksgiving. You've lived through games like that. What are you seeing from this football team? Well, we're seeing a team that is not playing very well right now. And when you have a small margin of error like this football team has, um, you can't make any mistakes. You can't have the offside penalties. You can't have the holding. You can't have the drop balls. You can't have the missed field goals. Um, and then you're going to need some luck as well. You're going to need to be able to make plays on the defensive side of the ball and get some special teams plays. And all of those things, this football team is not getting at this point. And so you have to be able to play a complete football game. And right now they're not doing that. Probably going to be a lot of heat on the coaches and head coach Chip Kelly in particular. But how much ownership do the players have to take in getting things turned around? You know, as a former player, my only concern if when I was playing was making sure that I perfected my craft and the guys around me perfected their craft. The coaches have to do their job and the players have to do their job. And right now, it seems like there's a failure on both sides, the, the, the coaches' side as well as the players. But the players have to make sure that they hold up their part of the bargain. That means the penalties. That means knowing your formations and your personnel and knowing what you have to do as a football team, uh, that's part of the player's job. And it doesn't seem like they're doing their end of the job. And, and it all plays into a big part and it all stirred into the big pot of not winning football games. And right now the players are not doing their job either. Start with the offense here. If you are Chip Kelly and you see what's happening, the offensive production is dropping, dropping, dropping. What do you do? Um, what's happening with the offense? How do you get things better for the New England Patriots game? I think the number one thing um, that you're probably going to see from the Patriots is trying to pressure the quarterback, whether that's Bradford or Sanchez. So the first thing that I'm going to do is find a way to protect my quarterback. And that means full protection, max protection, leaving my tight ends in, making my running backs help out my quarterback. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find a way to protect my quarterback. And then um, when they are blitzing when they're trying to get out their quarterback. We have to find a way to hit a home run. We have to find a way to make them play, pay for, for making that decision of blitzing or trying to take advantage of our protection. If they're able to do that, then they have a chance here to move the ball offensively. You've had 11 games to watch the offense and the fit with the running backs and Ryan Matthews has been out, DeMarco Murray's been fairly mediocre numbers wise. As we evaluate, DeMarco Murray, good fit for this offense, or do you need to tweak things? What What is your opinion of number 29? I still think DeMarco Murray is a, is a pretty good running back. I think that in some of the situations, you may be using him in the wrong way. I think that some of the play calls are just not to his strength. And I, the most important thing for a coach is to play to the player's strength. You can't put a pocket passer in a situation where he's running the option. You can't put an option quarterback in a situation where he's solely a pocket passer. And so the coach's job is to make sure that he knows the strength and weaknesses of every player and make sure you play to those strengths. Right now, running the outside zone with Jamarco Murray, kind of laboring to get to that outside, I don't think that's the best use of his skills. I think more of a downhill approach, more of an approach where he has his shoulder square to the line of scrimmage will, will, will go, you know, 
far in helping DeMarco Murray be a more productive running back in this offense. Brian, you talk about weaknesses. Does quarterback Tom Brady have any? And if he does, how can the defense <laughs> exploit those on Sunday? When you're on Tom Brady's level, you just don't have a lot of weaknesses. But what you've seen, and I saw a little bit of it uh, when, when they played the Broncos, was a quarterback that if you do get around him, you can frustrate him. And the only way um, to get around him is blitz. And that's been one of the problems for the Eagles. And that means if you blitz, you're going to have a weakness in some of your coverages. And these outside guys in your secondary have to have a great game of covering. But the only way to get to Tom Brady and to rattle him is to get around his legs, make sure he has to move in the pocket, not allow him to set up at any, at any time during the game. And if you do that, then you have a chance of kind of rattling the great Tom Brady. You know how this week's going to be for the players. They are going in as heavy underdogs. Uh, the media will come after them hard. They will be told that they have no chance to beat the 10-1 and New England Patriots. Take us into the mind of what a player should feel and how a player should react after two lopsided losses and going into the den of the New England Patriots on Sunday. Dave and Chris, as crazy as this may sound, I think this may be the best place for the Eagles players. If they're in a place now where they're not expected to win, no one, you know, they've been put up 45 points against them the last two weeks. No one said thinks that they can beat these guys. Everybody knows how good Tom Brady is. Everyone understands how, many, how much trouble has been going on in the locker room of the Philadelphia Eagles. Now they can, if, as long as they're focused, they can focus on football. All you have to do is focus on winning a football game. You don't have to worry about – and there's not a lot of pressure on you. There's not a lot of pressure because no one believes that you can beat the Patriots anyway. But if you can still focus on football, find some way to rally around your team, this may be a week that you come into a game where you're an underdog and maybe, just maybe, you, things go your way, a couple calls, a couple uh, great big plays on special teams and defense, some, some consistent play on offense, maybe this is the week that you can turn things around. Hopefully they can at least take a step in the right direction. This is the kind of week where all or nothing, I mean, the Eagles rise up in this one or it's going to be real tough to do that for the last month of the season. Well, I'm, I want to see a team that wants to go out there and, and play like their hair is on fire. I want to see that passion. I want to see that energy. Um, if they show me that, even if they lose by 5, 10 points, whatever it is, then I'm okay with that. But if I go out there and see a team that lays down to the Super Bowl champions and allows Tom Brady with the average group of characters around him, offensive line, through receivers, to just look great, then I'm going to have a little bit more problem with it. But um, I think they can go out and they can do certain things to this offense and defense, but it's going to take a great game for this Eagles uh, football team, and they cannot make any mistakes against this Bill Belichick coach team. And Westbrook, the Hall of Famer, thank you so much for joining us on this Monday. Pair small fries with your favorite for $2.50 on the break menu at McDonald's. I step to Philly. I step to Philly. Yo step to Philly? The bus. The trolley. The train. Route 124. Route 23. I step to Philly. The 17 to training. Jenkintown. To her house. His house. To Betsy's house. City Hall. FTC. Delco. Media. To work. To school. To the mall. Abuelas. Broad Street. To the game. I step to Philly. Anywhere. 
Hi, my name is Jim Taylor. I've been with Acme for 34 years. Our Lancaster brand beef is the best around. We cut our meat fresh every day. We actually have customers come from other stores just for our meat. Freshness is our number one priority. No one beats our fresh fish. We have the freshest apples, the crispiest lettuce. Fresh produce is what we do. We do the best cake decorating in the area, hands down. 123 years strong. Come on in, you'll see the changes, you'll feel it, you'll love it. Dunkin's new sweet black pepper bacon sandwich with double the slices of caramelized crispy pepper bacon. It's the bacon experience you've been waiting for. Bacon up. America runs on Dunkin'. Visit www.philadelphiaeagles.com backslash Rico office party to win a VIP office party brought to you by Rico. We're here, Chris and I. It's Eagles 360. Come your way on PhiladelphiaEagles.com Monday through Friday, 5 p.m. Got to look at the Patriots. The invincible Patriots took it on the chin in overtime on Sunday in snowy Denver, Colorado. Great football game. Your thoughts on the Patriots and maybe how you beat them. You wonder if the injuries at some point, and you know if it's now or down the line, will catch up to them. You look at the offensive side of the football, no Julian Edelman, no Danny Amendola. His stats will be in question for this week's game. Will Rob Gronkowski, his stats be for the upcoming week. Will he be able to play through the knee injury? And that's not just the offensive side of the football, it's defense as well. Dante Hightower, Jamie Collins, those players may not be able to swoop against the Eagles. So a lot of question marks involving some key players. But from a game plan standpoint, I know the Eagles have had some extra time to look at the tape and prepare for this game because they played last Thursday. But the Patriots are so good at throwing new wrinkles, you know, showing you one thing the entire season and then kind of zigzagging the other way, so to speak. So the coaches will need to be on their heels to make sure that they're ready for everything that New England could throw at them. I just go back to the end of regulation on Sunday night and watching Tom Brady take the Patriots down the field with one timeout with Gronk on the sidelines lined it up, and Steven Goskowski booms the field goal to tie the game. As long as you've got Tom Brady, you've got a chance. And I remember when the Eagles did well against Brady, they blitzed him. They effectively got to the quarterback. They took him off of his spot. I would expect an extremely aggressive game plan from Bill Davis. Uh, that means the Eagles on the back end better be prepared for some tight coverage, and the Eagles blitz needs to get home because they, while they've called a lot of blitzes, they certainly did in Detroit just did not get to Matthew Stafford enough, and Stafford had one of the best games of his NFL career. So what's ahead for you on Eagles 360 this week? It's our Amoroso's On the Menu segment. Well, Glenn Macknell joins me in studio on Tuesday, and we're talking upsets. The Eagles and the Patriots, we know who the favorite is. By a big, long shot, New England is expected to win this game. Huge. But we're going to take a look back at some of the Eagles' upset wins in the not-so-distant past of this football team. We'll also take a look at fantasy football in our Joe Dolan-inspired fantasy football segment as the playoffs near. And, Chris, I'm going to write about the locker room because the players are back in Novacare tomorrow. You wonder how quickly they can shake it off. They said they would shake off the Tampa Bay loss. Didn't happen in Detroit. No, you definitely have to take accountability for what's happened the last couple of weeks. And, you know, maybe the weekend offered a chance to reflect on what's happened. But, again, you know, the coaches, they can't go out there and play. They obviously have to put the players in the best situations possible, but it's up to the players to be able to execute what's being asked upon them. And the Eagles still with an opportunity there. The NFC East is just a big heaping mess. And the Eagles are right in it. So 
Chris McPherson, Dave Spadaro, we thank you for joining us on Eagles 360 on this Monday. Have yourselves, Eagles fans, a great Eagles day.